All right, all right, all right, everyone. We have been talking about identity. And we're still going to be talking about identity a few more podcasts, but today is off the beaten path a little bit. Today's episode has a dedication to it. Yeah, this episode is dedicated to a certain UPS driver from Washington, Washington, and his name is Thomas Sangdow Marshall. Let me give you a little backstory to this. So me and the fam, we went to our cousin's wedding down in Washougal. And during the reception, Tom walks up and is like, and I'm paraphrasing Tom, so forgive me for taking the liberties here. Anyway, he was like, hey, so I get to put a face with the voice. And I'm like, what? I, I know you've seen me before, Tom. Well, that was actually his little segue to letting me know that he's a fan of the podcast. He shared with me how he drives for UPS all day, and he listened to the first podcast we did, which was Beautiful Badass, and he subscribed to the Sturdy Little Company podcast, and I think he said he's almost pretty much caught up. Well, I started laughing because I absolutely love that. Tom, you made my five-hour drive to get to the wedding totally worth it. Like I said before, I am a words of affirmation girl. And I'm also an acts of service girl too. So you put those two together and wham, oh, you got me. So Tom, you going out of your way, coming over, he let me know that he just likes the podcast and he's a subscriber. Well, I gush with joy from all of that. Gush with joy. And it was so simple. There was no confetti thrown, no trumpets blasted, but it was just a simple going out of the way to give a compliment. And I titled this episode, Every Tom, Dick, and Karen. You've heard this phrase before. Well, you've heard the real version of this phrase, which is every Tom, Dick, and Harry. And I was wondering if it was too old of a phrase to be relevant today. So I asked Brooklyn, she's 19, and she's totally heard it before. So we're good. It's been around for a while. Of course I Googled it. That's what I do. I Google stuff. And I got this from the Grammarphobia blog. It said this, the English theologian John Owen used the expression in 1657. Owen told a governing body at Oxford University, our critical situation and our common interests were discussed out of journals and newspapers by every Tom, Dick, and Harry. So guys, this phrase has been around a while. And you know what it's referring to. Basically, every Tom, Dick, and Harry, everybody and anybody who's somebody or even nobody. It's everyone, even every ordinary somebody. So the nuts and bolts of this episode is basically about community. For those of you who are 40 and older, do you remember Sesame Street and the segment of, oh, 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 who are the people in your neighborhood, in your neighborhood, in your neighborhood? Oh, who are the people in your neighborhood, the people that you meet each day? And then they go through like all the people in your neighborhood. 
oh, a policeman is a person in your neighborhood, or a fireman, or the postman, or the milkman. They go through all the different things. The neighborhood is made up of so many different kinds of us. Red, yellow, black, white, Mormon, Muslim, atheist, Jesus freaks, all so different, which also makes it oh so hard sometimes. But all of us, we make up the neighborhood together. Separate, we're all just yous and me's and them's, but together we make us. Every Tom, Dick, and Karen. I want to talk about living in community for just a minute. It's a practice, an art form, I dare say, a way of life. It's risky, it's life giving, it strengthens, it's exhausting, it's hard, it's easy, it's complicated, yet it's simple. We're made for it. Community. Listen, I'm totally preaching to myself. In fact, disclaimer, in all the episodes I do, I'm always talking to myself. But shoo we Parts of me doesn't want to do community. Parts of me just wants to be a lone ranger. I want to sit by myself. I want to do it by myself. I want to be by myself. Or maybe just be with the few friends that I have and keep them close. And no more than that. Shut out the rest. Stay in my box. But then again, do I? Do I because it's less risky? Less risky of rejection? Less risky of failure? Less risky of putting myself out there? Absolutely. And those things happen. But the more days I live, I'm realizing that I, you, we are made for community. We're made for each other. To play off each other to work with each other, to listen and learn from each other. I'm not made with all the gifts and all the talents and all the knowledge. I was made to combine what I do know and what I do have and can create with you. We're stronger together. We're more creative together. We create more harmonies together and the song sounds richer and fuller in community. We're made to gather. Some of you have heard about how social and protective the female elephant herds can be. It's gone around. Jen Hetmaker was talking about how the, the female elephants gather around when one is giving birth. And they participate in an all-mothering where basically all of them are caring for the other calves like their own. They protect each other fiercely. It's important to find your herd. Who's circling around you? But just as important also are those rings of community that go out from your closest circle or your herd. Acquaintances, co-workers, retail workers, servers, all the way out to the furthest margins and the furthest rings from there. Sometimes we don't want to interact with those outer rings because frankly, it's easier. And sometimes those outer rings and even the inner rings and the inner ones and the inner inner ones can suck. And you think, is it even worth it? Well, the answer is yes. The risk is most of the time worth it. In it, we find community and the art of living in it with every Tom, Dick, and Karen. 
So let's revisit this title real quick in conclusion. Let's take a lesson from Tom. Tom's not perfect. Tom probably isn't on his A-game 24-7. But he simply went out of his way for two minutes to be kind. And he had no idea the impact that it made to me. It bolstered me right up. Then there's Dick, short for Richard. I mean, I don't know how that's short for Richard, but it is. But we all know a dick when we see one, right? Self-righteous, self-centered, arrogant. And then there's Karen. We've encountered those too. If your name's Karen, sorry for the bad rap you're getting. I have an Aunt Karen. I have a friend Karen. They're great. Sorry about that. But it's not about the name. It's the Karen attitude. Easily offended, up in your business, angry, entitled, all-knowing, of course. We've encountered them all. It's community. It's made up of every Tom, Dick, and Karen. The only aspect we can control in community is ourselves, our actions, and our reactions. So today's takeaway, don't be a Dick, don't be a Karen. Be more like Tom. Thank you.